Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the Galway City Your Council podcast series where we will share insights on the range of services, projects and people in the Galway City local authority area. Galway City Council provide a diverse range of services including beach maintenance, dog pounds, health promotion, strategic planning, tourism promotion and housing supply. This series will introduce you to some of the people delivering those services and the valuable work they do every day in Galway City. For more information on Galway City Council, please go to our website www.galwaycity.ie. I'm really delighted to say that my special guest today is Mary Lyons, who retired from the Galway City Council in 2012. Mary worked as a housewife for 30 years before returning to paid work at the Galway City Council at the age of 52. On her return, Mary realised how invaluable her skills were in the workforce. From running a home, to raising five children, to being a foster parent to over 30 children, and being involved in various committees, and how all of these really helped when she went back to work. In the interview, Mary shows us the value returning employees can bring to the workplace and how much she enjoyed her time working in Galway City Council. So let's hear from Mary now. So Mary, you're very welcome to the podcast. Great to see you. You've got a great story because one, you've retired from the Galway City Council, but also you started there as what what we call it, a mature worker. Yeah, 52. I was 52. Yeah. And um, all my kids were done and out and about and doing their own stuff. And it was the time of um, we knew the Internet was going to be very big. It was just in its baby stages in Ireland anyway. And I decided at that stage I wasn't going to let things pass me by. So I went and I did a course in computers and the different aspects of it. I loved the course. It was nearly, it was about seven months long. It was called FOSS at the time, Fergal. I don't know if FOSS still exists, but I learned a lot from it. I turned up every day like the good student and I learned a good bit there. So one part of that was I had to look for a month's work free and give them my time free. So I sent off emails or letters and probably letters to five or six places and Galway City Council were the ones that invited me in. Am I right in saying you've been working at home for, for 30 years before well, that? Had you? I've been at home and I reared five kids and, and I fostered I'd say nearly 30. Wow. I kept Spanish students and Italian students in the summer. I was one of those really busy women you know I never stopped going and I was involved in all the local community council and um, all that kind of thing. And I was I was just dying to get back in to the workforce. And going back, it doesn't seem long ago, but it was um, it wasn't as easy to get employment as an older woman as it is now. You know, I think they hadn't got to the stage where they appreciated that older women can have a lot of experience at other things like common sense. You mentioned a great line, which made me go, you know, so right. Like you said, you know, you 30 years running a very busy household. Yes. And that, of course, that is applicable to any job, isn't it? Yeah. But you don't think that, you see. Yeah. As you're mostly being trained in nappies and getting dinners and food and doing homework. And, you know, you, you kind of become used to that. And the working world seems to be going further, the outside working world seems to be going further and further away from you. 
you know, and you'd, like I would have dreamt about coming back to work. And I also had a thought about going back to college and doing something. Um, but I tried this first and uh, that's, that, that's how that came about. But it was a, a great, great decision I made anyway. But even you're running a house, it's the finance of that running the house and it's everything. So really, it's, 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 it's so applicable. And the things that you learn and dealing with people, which was then part of what you were doing. And you're dealing, as you said, you're dealing with students, you're fostering your own kids. And yeah. you were dealing with all kinds of people at that stage, you know, the people who organised the social workers and um, people organising the, the foreign students to come over. And then I used to work in the community council, as I said, and we had a lot of meetings and we used to do a magazine every month. Look, We'd look for articles to put in it. And I used to even go up and cut the lawn the, you know, on the green, you know. But, you know, it was something, I suppose, I never stopped going, really. And um, I was kind of so glad to get into the job where I could actually sit on my bum all day. But I did a lot of work in there, too, you know. It was a different kind of work. And, you know, when you were going for it then, when you went to that false course, were you nervous? Did you feel? No, not nervous going because I knew like anyone that was going to that was going to be trying to learn. But I I found it weird because there was about 13 or 14 of us on it, but there was only two of us out of all of that was interested in it. And I'm telling you, some of them used to be asleep in the corner. They were just going because... You know, um, they had to to go to keep on getting social welfare or whatever. So that was the first surprise I got after stepping out. Um, but I listened to everything and uh, tried to take it all in. But it's it was so foreign. Oh my god, the whole computer thing. You know. But did you find that daunting then when you were going into the Galway City Council for that month? I did because I felt, and this is where I was so wrong, I felt at 52, going in here as an older woman, it was going to be so weird, not knowing as much, you know, I felt I didn't, wouldn't know as much as the younger ones who would have gone through different courses in college and all that kind of thing. But I couldn't have been more wrong. I, I really didn't know much about what to do when I got in there. But luckily, I the, the staff in there just helped me out. So much. And I was the oldest person in there. I think there was one older than me. But it turned out that that stood me in good stead. Because, um, you know, often I'd be asked by the younger ones, I have to send an email to this one. Would you help me do the words of it? And how do you spell this and that? So I did know things, you know, and and I was able to help. And I was a very good organiser. and that helps greatly as well. I'm still a good organiser, much to my husband's chagrin. I'm always organising things, and if he puts them out of place, it's a few roars left. It's, I haven't got OCD, around, but I like organised. I like things to be organised. And you know, when you, when you started, so you went in, it was only for a month, wasn't it? You finished after a month. I went in for the month, and I went up to HR, and they took me on board up there. And the first thing I learned was photocopying. Imagine now learning how to photocopy. So that was one of the first things. And then I'd help with the post in the morning. And gradually, bit by bit, I got to learn about what was going on there, especially 
upstairs, which is where all this went on. So anyway, my month came up and, oh my gosh, I was in such a state leaving it. And they had a big cake for me and all. And I said, girl, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was crying going out the gate, to tell you the truth. And I'll just give you a little aside here. But luckily, we had a holiday booked myself and my husband. Um, we were going to Ibiza. And uh, we, I was in the, we were in the apartment one night and my daughter rang me and she said, the council were looking for you, mum. They wanted to go back. And I swear to God, I got on the bed in the apartment and I jumped so high, I banged my head off the ceiling. I always remember that. <laughs> oh, God, I was so, so happy. So then when I came back from the holiday, I rang them. So we organised Then I came back in and that's where I started then. I think housing was the first place I went to. And uh, that was an eye opener. So there's so many different areas in housing. But I did do a stint with the homeless. Then the next place I went was to finance. And um, I worked in a few areas around. And as you do, you, you get to know all the much more and more about what the council do, which literally I really didn't know. Because one day, when I did for one of the interviews, um, the, the guy with three interviewers and they said to me, uh, where do you think all the money comes from? Where do you think the council gets all the money? And well, I said, well, the government, you'd get the budget done. You get that from the government and you get it from rents from the houses. After that, that was all I could tell them. I never <laughs> thought the parking meters. I never thought about loads of other things, which, you know, this is this is learning more and more and more. And after that, then when I'd go out, I'd say, oh, my God, our city hall or um, the theatre and the swimming pool and all of that, you know, where all the money came. Of course, I learned that when I went into finance because I dealt with a lot with all the checks that came in and the invoices. You did the, the one month, you went out, then you went back. Was that a two-year contract? No, month first. Yeah. And then uh, they called me up one day to HR and I said, oh, Jesus, they're going to tell me what day I'm leaving. And we want you to take, stay, stay on and finish out the two years. That was just such really good news. And then they were advertising for grade trees, which is the bottom grade. And they were all saying, go for that, go for that, go for that, you know. And um, <laughs> anyway, so I did. And that, that was actually more daunting than anything else because you had these three people sitting in front of you oh, firing nice. questions at you, you know? So talking away anyway. But the hardest bit there was you had to do an oral Irish. You didn't have to do it, but it gave you more points. I did learn Irish in school and I was really bad at it, you know? But again, my age helped me here because I said, do you know what? I'm going to go in and wing it. I would do it anyway to the guy and uh, he was 20 years older than myself. Actually, I could tell you he played the doctor in that Irish... Um... Ross Naroon, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and I said to him, you look like a doctor, which he did. So I was able, I did, I really did chat him up because, um, but he would have had great, um, what would you call it, empathy with me. Be my coming in. So I spoke half Irish and half English. And he, he had a bit of a laugh there. So I got a good few points on that. <laughs> You know, to add to my thing. And I came first on the panel. Wow. Which meant I was immediately. So if I say if I had come, say they were taking on three people. So say then you got on a panel of 12. You may have had to wait until it worked its way down, you know. 
But because I got first on the panel, um, I was my employment just went on from there, you know, and that was it. I was now permanent. So, like, I, I remember sitting down at the computer on the day I was made permanent, more than any, most of the other previous memories. And <clears throat> I sat there and I said, this is where I wanted to be. This is where I wanted to be with a job. And I'm here now and I know a good bit about the place and I know I can do it and I know I can help, you know. And I was that was one of my happiest days and what did your family think, or friends? Did they think? Oh, they were delighted. They, yeah. they said, Mom, you were never meant to be hanging at home in the house, you know. They were proud, you know, that I was gone back to work. So there was a couple of them still living at home. I did maybe two or three of them, or one or two of them. So after making the dinner every evening, like at four o'clock, you'd say, oh, I have to put on the dinner. So after all those years of making the dinner, oh, 30, God, years, 30 years, yeah, yeah, making dinner and having that time, I announced, I made an announcement because the two that were still living at home were working and my husband was, was working. So I said, no more dinners. I do the shopping once a week and I fill up the fridge and you can do what you like. And make pasta or spuds or whatever you want to do. But I'm off dinner duties because when I come home, I'd be tired, Fergal, and to face into making a dinner, I didn't think it was fair either because now I'm working and they're working. Nothing like a bit of, uh, you know, putting your foot down sometimes. But that took off and they were, well, everybody was grand with that. That shows you, doesn't it? Yeah, it was just another good thing that happened, you know, because doing that thing, I tell every mother, Every Irish mother of my age knows what it's like. Oh, the dinner. What did I get for the dinner? Oh, you know, but um, that was one thing off the plate anyway. I, I, from talking to you, your your uh, affection for the council and the job, you just loved it, didn't you? Absolutely. And I, 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 the staff that were there, I just you know, was it, there was a lovely mixture. And like, I mean, there about 300 indoor staff. But I rarely met somebody that I'd say, you know, that I wouldn't like to have a conversation with. And and even like the, the managers, John Tierney, who was the best manager, because I went through a few more, manager ever. And I'll tell you why, because he was at the top. And so the whole family of the city council were happy because he was such a good manager. Like he'd remember... You know, once that their mother had died, or for how she got side to her, he'd do all of that. Or how's the baby? You had a new baby, so everybody loved him. He 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 had a great influence on the building. And my father, who was alive at the time, used to always say, "Happiness in big office buildings comes from the top." So if you got somebody with a, a good manner and a good way of treating the staff, it's going to come down through the staff, and it did. Definitely did. But he went on then and after that, then he became the Dublin city manager. And you, like when you joined them, like you were probably a bit of a novelty there, were you? The, yeah. You know, it's something now, obviously, we're encouraging, but at the time. It was a novelty. A few people would come in, a few of the customers say, my God, it's great to see somebody a bit older doing this or doing that or whatever. I said, I know, I know. I just made some great, great friends. And age didn't matter because, say, a few of the girls that weren't married and were 25 and they were going out somewhere at night, 
They'd say, Mary, do you want to come? You have great crack. <laughs> well, I went once or twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also felt Fergal, if some of them would have a few problems here and there, I, I'd listen to the problems and um, I, with my bit of sage advice, you know, and obviously I was a great one. I'd never pass anything like that on. That's another thing you learn, you know, when you get to my age, not gossip too much. Now, we all like a bit of gossip, but I mean, if someone seriously mm-hmm. goes to you for a bit of help or whatever, you definitely don't repeat it, you know. Like, did, it, did it give you a zest for life? You know, I'm yeah. trying to get the right phrase. But you know, at that time, did you find it give you energy going back to work? Energy, absolutely energised me completely. Um, made sure I got the hair done regularly and the eyebrows. And I used to get, I, I'll tell you what I did when I went back for a while, but I did it before as well. I got my hair dyed a couple of different colours. Oh my God, when I think about it. So I had it purple and pink and I had it green and I was I was making a statement, but I was kind of saying, well, just because you're this age, you, you, you can dye your hair, you know, you can have purple hair if you want to. And so that became a bit of a, I, I remember a couple of counsellors would have great, uh, what colour hair is your hair this week, Mary? Oh, my God, you're after changing it again. So that used to be a bit of a talking point. I enjoyed every minute of it because I did do stuff like that, you know. You mentioned working, you're working in housing. You know, did you find then that you were dealing with the public. Did you find all that experience that you had over the years that really helped you? And they, and they appreciated it too. This was my, this was my forte because some very angry customers would come in, do you know, because they hadn't got their window fixed or they hadn't got this and they'd be shouting. We had an area where they used to sit and wait and then to be shouting some of them from the chairs queue up in here and all this but I found I was able without fail um I just meet their eye and I said calm down now for a minute you know just calm down and we started out and uh you know and it that used to work for me I loved it there now the life experience yeah it comes again here you know because you are you, you do know how to um deal with them that's the impression I get from you is that you give everybody respect yeah, and that's what's needed. You had to retire at 65, didn't you? On the day. It was oh. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Having to retire, like, on your 65th birthday. Because I can see you now. You could still be working. Oh, almighty. I just, I gave out the whole day. I just said, how can this just happen, you know? Um, and they bought the big cake and all the things. I mean, we're in a room. They wanted me to make a speech. Well, everybody makes a speech when they were leaving. Well, I was so upset. I said, I can't make a speech. I might come back and do one, which I never did. Um, I can't get up here, you know, and make a speech. I'm too upset because I can't believe I have to go out the door at 65 and um, go home. And Fergal, I could be still doing the work I was doing and I'm 76. And would you like that? Like, would you think if, if just say you were a Taoiseach for the day to give people that option to work on? Definitely, I would say that. But I think it's got a bit better. Mm. I do think it's got a bit better. But it, it needs to because um, it took a lot of courage on my part. And just because I'm a bit eccentric and all that, I had the courage to do it. But there would even my own neighbours used to say to me, I don't know how you could go in there and do an interview. I, I just, they, they 
kind of thought they couldn't do it, you know. But I mm-hmm. thought it as well. But I'd be the sort that say, I'm going to just throw it. I'm going to try it anyway, do you know. And is there any bit of advice you could give someone? Just say if there was someone who was in their 50s and, the, and they haven't worked for a number of years, like what advice would you give them to, to go for that, to try that out? Well, what the advice I would give them straight away was at their, at that age, I would say to them, remember, you know a lot of more, more than a lot of the younger ones because common sense is so important. And so now you're that age, so you've common sense. And I'd tell them, I would just say, try it anyway. Try whatever you can. If, if I was 52 now again and looking for work at this stage, I'd be looking to do um, university courses or because I think there are more grants now and that available for, for older. I would look everything up and go to the Citizens Advice Bureau. I do all that, but I would encourage anybody to do it. Anybody. You know, whether it be working inside in the offices or working outside or the traffic wardens, um, anywhere along the, the, the line, you know, for definitely in city council and in other places as well. You know, I would so encourage them. You get a new lease of life. Plus, you have more money. Now there's two wages coming into the house. So like we went on a good few holidays and and um, still going. Because now I have a, a pension, it's not huge, but it's there, you know. And uh, as my father used to say, it's better than a kick in the arse. And it is better than a kick in the arse. And it comes every fortnight. And um, so, like, I wouldn't have that either. And I have that till I die, you know. Every year now I'm asked, am I still alive? <laughs> I'm still here. Get the money up to me. Yeah. And so, so for somebody that's listening to this, who was thinking about that, but going back and a job in the Galway City Council. So would you recommend it? Or what would you recommend to someone or advice? Yeah, well, do you know, somewhere like there would is a great place, I think, to try and get back into because um, unless you're into technology now and all that, maybe you'd be go, going for jobs in PayPal and all those places. But just say for like someone like myself who's spent all my life at home with the kids, it's a good place to go because it's not frantic, do you know. Go to city council is um, you do your job and you've all different types. You're some very good at their jobs, you know, brilliant at their jobs and all this kind of thing. But there's you haven't got that frantic atmosphere that you probably would have. And I don't know that might suit some people. But if I had gone back into frantic, I don't know if I would have liked it that much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I would encourage anybody to do it. Was the best one of the best things I ever did. Your enthusiasm, like, still comes out. Thank you so much, Mary, for sharing your great story with us, and enjoy the rest of retirement. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to sharing some more great interviews every Tuesday. Please subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts, and you'll be the first to hear new episodes every Tuesday. You are listening to the Galway City Your Council podcast.